In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness is not overcome. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man who was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own people, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh. Full of grace and truth, we have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs, and the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I shall kiss is the man, seize him. He came up to Jesus at once and said, Hail, Master, and he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, why are you here? Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But then how should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? All four Gospels record this event of the striking of the servant of the high priest. St. Luke tells us that our Lord healed him. St. John tells us who it was, was Peter. And the name of the, the servant, Malchus. It might be good to review very briefly the five steps in, in St. Peter's fall. First, he refused to pray. Our Lord asked them to spend an hour with him in prayer. He slept. Then he turned to violence. He didn't understand. Our Lord had called them from that. It's true he did it out of love, but still... And then he followed Jesus at a distance. We all know how that can be. Then creature comforts. He sat around a fire. It was cold that evening. And then creature friends. He was there with the guards. 
He wasn't prepared for what was coming. It was his own fault. So when a maidservant, a person of incredible insignificance in that world, not a soldier, uh, not a temple guard, uh, not a centurion, not the high priest, but a maidservant, says, you also were with Jesus of Nazareth. He denies that he even knows him. He who had been so brave in five steps had fallen. But if there are five steps to his fall, there are three steps to his resurrection. First of all, the cock crows. Something wakes him up. Could be anything in our lives, couldn't it? A holy card, someone we hadn't seen, some program, some book we pick up. The cock crowed, and Peter remembered what our Lord had said, that before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And then, we are told in St. Luke's Gospel, our Lord turned and looked on Peter. We don't know what that look was. Painters have tried to give us an idea. I'm sure it was a look of love and pity. And then, third, and then lastly, thirdly, he went out and wept bitterly. He was converted. He was contrite. We might see those things in our lives, too. First, he refused to pray. Then he turned to violence or some secular thing. And as, as we see it, as a swordsman, he made a good fisherman. The best he could do was cut off the ear of the servant of the high priest. Then he followed him at a distance, creature comforts, creature friends, and then he returned. In that sense, remember, Peter was different than Judas. Peter repented to the Lord. Judas repented to himself. Tradition has it that over the years, Peter shed tears for that all of his life and that they wore grooves in his, in, in his cheeks. He never forgot it. And yet our Lord chose him to be the head of his church. A very frail person who made mistakes uh, who was not nearly as brave as he thought he was, uh, but someone who understood human weakness, someone who knew firsthand what it meant to fall, who knew what, what it meant to disappoint the Lord. So here we are now in the presence of the Lord tonight, as he calls us to spend a little bit of time with him, and we will do the same thing. We will, we will not fall asleep, or some of us might, but... Um, I remember Bishop Sheen once saying that he was in Paris once and he went into Sacre Coeur to make a holy hour. He said normally he can't sleep during the day, it was the afternoon. But this afternoon he did and he was awakened just at the stroke of the hour. And he said, um, so I said to the Lord, does this count? And the Lord said, yes, that's the way the apostles made their first one, but don't do it again. <laughs> so uh, we will spend some time now with the with the Lord. Your attitude must be that of Christ. Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on the cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him 
bestowed upon him the name above all other names, so that in Jesus' name every knee should bend in the heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord.